Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts. Innovators. Creators. Storytellers. And the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm Grace Duffy. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. And today we have the brilliant Amanda Robinson on the show. And we're going to cover marketing on Facebook in the face of a mountain of changes across all of social media. We're just going to keep it at that because what we really want to focus on today so that we can get her out on the surf is that we want to know about what uh, what it what it means to be running Facebook and Instagram ads, especially over this holiday season, where there's you're competing with a lot of content, and then of course all these changes happen that Facebook has been rolling out recently, and then we also want to know how we should be planning for 2023 because that is just around the corner. Then we're also going to dive into her experience traveling and working on behalf of Meta with their Meta Boost social or Susie. Meta Boost Small Business Studios. That was an incredible experience that we've been following along in her journeys. And so we want to find out more about that. Well, and if you don't know Amanda, we're going to introduce you because she is fabulous. She is known as the digital gal. She is widely recognized in the digital marketing industry for her knowledge, training, skills, and coaching as a Facebook or Meta ads expert. She teaches a Facebook ads four-week training boot camp program and runs the Swift Kick in the Ads membership, which honestly is the best name I've ever heard for a membership. Uh, but she as a regular, she's regularly featured as a guest on digital marketing podcasts. In addition, she's speaks both on stage and workshops and everything from meta ads, Facebook ads to analytics to messenger marketing chat box, all this stuff. If there's any question about anything meta, I go to her. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us remotely today. This is so awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. That was one heck of an introduction. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your patience and willingness to have me pop on while I'm sitting on a beach in the middle of Canada, <laughs> in, in the middle of winter in Canada. That is so I, I awesome. Think the pleasure is all ours that you'd be willing to join us from a beach in Canada. And we were we were going to get jumped into this show because we want to get you surfing as soon as possible, because I think awesome. this is the, the second guest we've had. It's not getting any warmer. It's not getting yeah. warmer. <laughs> it's not going to get warmer. I think this is the second guest that has come on in like either after a surf or right before a surf. I think Mitch Jackson was the other one who's like, oh, that's right. I just came back from surfing. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so I want to, you, you know, you, Grace mentioned you were working on behalf of Meta. So talk about traveling with Meta Boost Small Business Studios. You know, what was it? What did you learn from the experience and uh, all the stuff that, you know, all, all the places that you went and just kind of give us a rundown on that. So the, the small business studios, they had a, they had a series of five large events that they had across the United States. I think we were in Kansas, Ohio, um, San Diego, 
Texas, Dallas, was it Dallas? We were, we were in a whole bunch of places. I've been, I've been so many places right now on behalf of Meta, which has been a wonderful, um, so the small business studios, it's, it was a two day event. Small business owners could come out and take, um, main stage training workshops, hands-on experiences to learn all of the different tools to help make life easier for small businesses to help you amplify your brand and reach more people. And I had the pleasure of being one of the trainers that was on this project. So I was able to present, um, present on behalf of Meta and present um, everything from teaching ads to teaching reels and everything in between. And it was wonderful because I got the opportunity to speak face-to-face -face with hundreds of business owners, which is similar to what I do in my regular job with the mm -hmm. digital gal. Um, I speak to hundreds of small business owners and help them untangle the mysteries of how they can make Facebook ads work for them on a small budget. Mm, that is so important, especially in today's day and age. Um, Grace, did you, I think you had a question, didn't you? And I skipped Yeah, over. well, okay. you know, so this is really cool. I found out about it through you because I'm connected with you and we are friends, but how can other people find out about future events? Because I know that the in-person on the road, road U.S. part, you know, it reached those five cities, but it concluded in October. So how can people yep. find out more about these events or stay in the loop about additional opportunities or resources with that Meta offers? The best place that people can go is you can join the Facebook group, which is the Meta, uh, just search Meta US Boost and Facebook group um, and join that Meta US Boost group and you'll find a lot of opportunities that get posted in there. A lot of other people that you can network with, network with um, and stay connected with future events. So that's, that's the first go-to place. Um, second resource that I would recommend, 10 out of 10 recommend, if you didn't get the chance to attend any of those, any of these events and it's tough for you to get to in-person events, everything that they teach there, everything is hands-on available at um, meta.com slash blueprint. So all of their mm. blueprint trainings are accessible, so easy to learn from. They're bite-sized and built for small business owners that don't have a ton of time to dig into the data. So yeah, so those two resources, join the Meta Boost US Facebook group and go search facebook.com slash blueprint. And you've got tons of training at your t at your fingertips there. And I, I do want to say that if you haven't experienced some of the meta tools lately, as far as being able to, and here, I know I'm here to talk on behalf of the digital gal, but right, there was right, a lot right. that I did learn from here. A lot has changed. I mean, the business suite app, downloading the business suite app on your cell phone has so many tools and functions and features this year that it didn't even have last year. Um, Reels, if you're not playing with Reels, you're missing out. I mean, the, the amplification to new audiences and new eyeballs on Reels is very strong. And the fact that it's connected to your store, it's connected to your other social profiles, it's connected to your presence. Eyeballs that see your Reels can be retargeted with your video view audiences for ads later. So. Mm, very, very cool. Yeah. So I've got so many questions, but uh, before we get too <laughs> deep into this, I want to make sure to give a shout out to our show sponsor, our folks over at Ecamm. They are what allows us to actually have Amanda come in from the beach, call in using the interview feature inside of Ecamm, and it lets me switch screens, bring up lower thirds. You can find out all about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. They've also got a new podcast that you can go check out about video podcasting at flow.ecamm.com and I have a little secret that I know that there's a big thing coming on Black Friday. So if you're not following us, because I want to send out an email about it, but you can do that at Social Media News Live. Just sign up for our newsletter. But follow them. Check them out on social because there's a pretty good uh, thing coming up on Black Friday. So just saying. Don't tell Katie I told you that. But just 
you know, anyway, <laughs> uh, keep your keep your, uh, your 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 eyes out for that. All right, so back into this, um, Grace. This is a good question because we we see this in our circles all the time. So so take this first section away. We want to know if Meta, and by that we mean Instagram and Facebook ads, are still working. Now, as advertisers are preparing for the holidays, there's a lot of anxiety around what to expect. Of course, the last few years have been anything but predictable or ordinary. Add to that a bunch of industry shakeups across Meta and other platforms. Uh, a few weeks ago, we reported that Meta had some pretty disastrous Q3 2022 earnings. Uh, you know, their income wasn't as high as it was. They said it was the lowest level. But again, I'm going to rephrase that as it's not as high as we've usually seen it. But accompanying this earnings earnings call, CEO uh, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg did reassure investors that it does have a plan to get back on track and to get its financial performance back up where it used to be. But the thing we want to really discuss, the one thing that was a big announcement is that they are rebuilding their ad tools to reduce reliance on user data. And so this is not surprising given iOS's privacy updates, which have curtailed Facebook's ability to target users. And then it was made even worse just recently when Apple announced that there's going to be a new App Store tariff for post boosting on social platforms. So you know, uh, they. I know that this is kind of a tough sell because for years Meta has been known as the premier way to uh, target audiences. It's just unmatched targeting, nothing that our industry has ever seen before. So this is a little bit of a switch to go to like relying on the AI, but we'd love to get your thoughts on this update as the expert on Meta ads. So our ads still working 110% absolutely shout it to the rooftops. Yes, they absolutely are. Our meta ads, our Facebook and Instagram ads working for people who have zero experience, no strategy, don't know what they're doing and walk in off the street and expect to get the results that their competitors and peers are who have been advertising for years. Absolutely no. So that should give you sort of two goalposts to understand where you fall. If you're brand new at this, it takes time and it takes some consistency in order to get ads to start to perform for you. And when I say that, I mean three months. Get in there three months of consistently advertising the platform for you to get enough data and feedback for yourself on what's working and what's not. So you can tweak your creative. You can tweak your strategy. When I say tweak your creative, um, you have to stop the scroll. You have to capture attention span. It's always changing. So if Mm. you're doing the same thing with your creative that you have always done and expecting it to work, if you've got a whole bunch of text on top of an image with all your sales information, you're just cramming it down people's throats, it doesn't work anymore. You need your content to be appealing specifically to the target audience that you're trying to attract. So that's the big shift that we've seen is that your targeting now is really coming from the value and quality of your creative. It's not necessarily coming from how deep you can go on hyper-targeting with all of these different interests and behaviors and, um, and tools such as that. They are still viable for some people. We've seen a great reduction in this past year in the number of targetable interests that are available to businesses. So that's unfortunate. Um, and we also have other restrictions in place, for example, like the um, special ads categories. If you're in real estate, you know that you have to use the special ad category, which also strips out a whole bunch of your targeting functions in the back end to prevent discrimination. So Meta is taking all the right steps. They are doing things to protect their users and protect privacy and make it an even playing field for everybody. 
But unfortunately, that does mean that we don't have data in the same way that we used to, you know, back to the wild, wild west heyday of Facebook ads targeting. Um, But for people who have been advertising for some time and who have built up audiences, who have started to understand what about their own creative does connect well with their clients and customers, whether that's video, whether that's imagery, whether that's having you in the image or featuring your product um, or giving tips or tricks or educational uplifting things, you, you have your own formula. And if you're just starting out with Facebook ads, you don't know what your formula is yet. So if you're going in, starting ads today, expecting them to work for Black Friday, it's, it's going to be challenging for you, especially when we have that volume of advertisers flooding the network all at the same time and ad inventories at a premium. So my recommendation instead is yes, Facebook and Instagram ads absolutely still work very, very well. But set your expectation that they should work for you over at least three months and you consistently uh, having spend, consistently having ads running, and you consistently looking at the data to understand, did this work, did this not, and how can I improve it to move forward? And then over time, you get stronger and stronger. It's like working out. It's like muscles, like going to the gym. If you go to the gym for the first week in January with the New Year's rush, and you expect that you're going to you know, be ripped in a month, it's not going to happen. Can you be ripped in three months? Yes, but it's still going to take dedication and hard work. Can you be ripped in a year without as much effort? Yeah. So it's similar when it comes to your Facebook advertising. It takes effort and it takes learning and growing and tweaking. Um, And so that is the shift that I've seen in the past, I don't know, can we call it 10 years? But even like the past five years, it used to be like a slot machine. You used to be able to walk up to the the party, put your money in, pull the lever and reach a whole bunch of people and get some results. Kind of hit and miss, but sometimes you'd hit it big. Uh, we don't really see that as much anymore. Now it's a, it's all about the the players in the game who are consistent and who are investing their time and energy into stopping the scroll and using their content as the hook to attract their ideal audience, not relying on just the targeting alone. So you're saying there's a chance I can be ripped in, you say three months? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because that's all I heard is like, if I start now, this keg can turn into a six pack is what you're saying. Okay. That's all I need to know. Mike, if you do start now, if you work really, right. really hard, I then can, yes, there's a chance. Yeah. There's a chance. Um, anyway, so consult so, your health professional. Do not take advice on health right, from the digital exactly, gap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the disclaimer. Hey, so Scott, you win the prize for the day. Jeff's beard is already ripped. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> that made my day. Okay. Um, okay. So back to the, so I, I want to go back to you would, you teased something really earlier about the new uh, tool that you had downloaded that has changed from like just last year to this year. Can you yeah. talk about some of these new ad tools, like how you use them and are they rolled out to everybody now or is it still select few? I mean, how um, talk about some of those tools. Yeah, it should be everybody now. So business suite, a lot of us way, way back in the day when a lot of us got forced into business manager, when that thing rolled out, yeah. uh, it was a hot mess and most people turned away from it. Now fast forward to the past year and a half and Meta has been rolling out Business Suite. And what that is, is basically a giant uh, umbrella that houses all of your information on Facebook and Instagram together. So you as a business owner can just go into one spot and see how's my Facebook performing? How's my page performing and my ads? How are my Instagram uh, posts and stories performing and ads? You can see it all under one umbrella and you have tools all under one umbrella 
to look at your blended inboxes so you can get an inbox with messages from both Facebook and Instagram mm -hmm. and you can reply to people right from the spot. You have publishing tools all under one roof right in one spot so you can publish one post and have it published to both Facebook and Instagram. You can schedule posts. Um, there's a million other tools in there. They've essentially been migrating piece by piece, taking all of the business tools that a business owner may interact with and need, and they're slowly moving it underneath the umbrella of Business Suite. So if you had logged into Business Suite, which you can find at, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we have another dog on the beach. <laughs> if you can log into business.facebook.com, you're okay. I know. He's not going to hurt you. I know. I know. It's it's tough life being a small dog out here. So <laughs> if you have all of the, do <laughs> mute me for one second? All right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So if people listen to the podcast, that wasn't my stomach grumbling. Um, that was that during, was that was Amanda's yes. travel companion, small dog, right, small who is dog. literally a small, who's not actually a small dog. It's a nice sized dog. Yeah, it's a really pretty yeah. dog. And Those of you dog. listening to the podcast, this is a wonderful dog but the dog small dog did see another dog and that was that was a that cause was for i actually got to meet small dog in person she came through i'm jealous day. yeah i got I'm to jealous. meet small dog um in one of her travels so yeah very very cool well anyway let's take this opportunity audience people so watching live drop us any questions you might have about because these are all this is something that was just rolled out. i mean those of us have been in digital marketing it's kind of rolled out eventually but like if you have any questions about some of these new ad tools how to use it the new strategy we're going to talk a little bit too about like how things have gotten really crowded online recently so uh, oh amanda's back so, yeah. Yep. So what I was going to say about Meta Business Suite, so that go to business.facebook.com and that's how you get into Business Suite. But they've also rolled out an app so you can download the Business Suite app on your cell phone. And that's been extraordinarily handy for responding to messages from people on your Facebook page or your Instagram profile, um, checking, checking uh, posts, how things are performing. Um, but there are lots of features in there, including if you're not a chatbot builder, you have a lot of automated messages that you can have in your back pocket right from inside the Meta Business Suite app. So, for example, if you're on the road and someone reaches out to you and inquires with you, you can have a canned response already ready to go just with your Business Suite app. Go, yep, and hit and respond to them. You can set them up right within the app. It's so easy. You can have a bunch of FAQs already set up for responses right on the spot. There, there are so many powerful features in your pocket in that little Business Suite app. So if it's been a while since you've looked in there because when you first did, there wasn't really much going on. It didn't wow you. It's time to go and look at it again now. Mm, that's great. Good tips. advice. Yeah. Good advice. So according to Meta, many performance advertisers have noted the have improvements around Meta's automated targeting options with, with this broader matching op options to work with. And it's also a good way to, like you said, uh, improve reach and response with, especially with those things like canned messages. Um, and they say it's likely worthy of an experiment, at least. I like that little caveat at the end, like just experiment with it. But we want to hear from you as the expert. Have you seen improvements in ad targeting since these new updates and uh, tools have been rolled out or introduced or discussed? I wouldn't call anything an ad improvement yet with targeting. I'd say targeting. There are no improvements. We are on the roller coaster right now of um, experiencing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna release the hound because he sees his other people. Okay, go see him. Go see him. Go get him. And he's out. 
All right. <laughs> I will show you. There we go. He's got his people now. Okay. Oh. The, the, I thought fellow, maybe you the sent him campers. off to attack other Sorry. people who are getting too close or something. That's good. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there we go. So he's got, he, he's now taking care of okay. it. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back. I'm going to call uh, an audible real quick. Uh, because, and Grace loves it when I do this, but you had mentioned something that um, I wanted to talk about. You said content. You said content numerous times, like you can't just, um, you know, back in the day you'd say, hey, 30% off Black Friday day sale, here's an ad, and then you would target people for that ad. Now you were talking about the content is what gets them in, and then you, I believe, retarget them. So is it short form video? I mean, what... And because that can be really overwhelming for small businesses, they're like, "Man, I could I could barely create a graphic in Canvas saying I have a sale. I'm supposed to dance now. I don't understand." So, no. What do you What do you no. tell people? Like, because you've you've gone out and talked to all these small business when you were out there on behalf of Meta. What are their struggles, and what have you told them, kind of for some solution solutions? Uh, people are afraid of video. If you're, if you're not comfortable being on video, that can be stressful. You don't have to start out with video. Video might get you there a lot faster. So again, when we're talking about, you know, working out and if it's going to take you three months to get to the end goal, well, if you're uncomfortable with video, that might take you six months. It might take you longer if you don't want to start incorporating video. Um, but there, for each business, it's different. Every business has a way that they connect with their customers. Um, so depending on what industry you're in. If you're in real estate, I'll throw up real estate examples. I just, I was speaking at the National Association of Realtors event in Orlando. I was in Orlando three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's freezing cold. So real estate's top of mind right now. Um, But if you're in real estate, what do people want to know? Do they want to know um, what the market is doing? Do they want to know? Yes and no. They can get that information from anywhere. But when they interact with you, they want to know, what am I benefiting from you what am i getting out of you why why should i pay attention to you so is it your personality is it your local knowledge is it the fact that you can hop on camera and say hey everybody um there's a big interest rate change and i'm going to break it down and make it easy for you so if you're the face that everybody is seeing over and over and over again in their news feed um in their facebook news feed their instagram news feed their instagram stories facebook marketplace their instant articles all the different places that you can show up on facebook and instagram advertising if they keep seeing your face it has to be useful and helpful because if you keep showing up in their news feed and you're not helping them and you're just trying to take like take 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 i need sales i need your attention i need your business that's going to get very annoying very quickly. People are going to hide ads, hide all ads, shut you down, ignore you, make you go away. But if you keep showing up day over day over day with different content, fresh, new, different content every single week, and you keep showing up in their newsfeed with something that made them go, oh, well, that, did, that made my life easier. Oh, that was helpful. Oh, cool. Then your, people will pay attention to you. And that's what's going to attract in your ideal audience. And it's also going to repel the people who are not as interested in what you are offering or saying or talking about. So whether you do this through the vehicle of a video or the vehicle format of a static image or a carousel ad or an instant article ad, there are lots of different ad types that you can experiment with. But it depends on your business, on how it's going to, what people are going to resonate with the most. I love it. It's all about content all about content mm-hmm. and help and being helpful to yeah. your followers. All right. Sorry, Grace. I did that audible. You can go now. 
No, you have a bunch of questions about the messenger ads, Jeff. Yeah. So um, one of the questions is they announced they well they announced these new messenger ads, which to me I'm not a big fan of having that kind of ad in my, you know, in messengers, but uh, they're supposed to be able to, they're updating click to messenger ads with this new optimization that will target users more likely to purchase via a message thread, which I thought was really, really interesting. They also added a new ad format for lead generation that will funnel customers to either messenger or a form, depending on which one the customer is most likely to interact with, which is cool. But can you tell us a little bit about these messenger ad updates? What's going on there? So I haven't explored and experimented. Well, I've explored with messenger ads and they, they don't work for the average business user. I will say that. Um, I think what we're going, what what we are seeing is a giant shift into um, the average consumer being more comfortable with starting a message conversation with the business on Facebook or on Instagram and expecting a response promptly. I mean, rewind five years ago, that wasn't the case. You know, some businesses were present, some weren't. But nowadays, if you send a business a message on Facebook or Instagram, most are hands-on and responding. So the consumer is getting more comfortable and confident with um, getting their needs met in a messenger conversation. And messenger conversations are building more one-on-one relationships. So the value of somebody sending a message to you in your inbox um, as a business that's a very, very high value touch point that is worth a lot to you because then you can carry on that conversation and you can sell them, direct them, um, foster that relationship in any way that you want. That's a lot different than if they click to go to your website. If they click to go to their website, they're self-serve. There's no relationship building opportunity there to the same degree. So what I'm seeing, if I can take the meta hat off for a second and sure. talk Amanda Robinson, the digital gal, um, what I'm seeing is that we had way back in the day, like two years ago, when, <laughs> when iOS 14 rolled out um, and Apple restricted a lot of data from Facebook. So Facebook could no longer target users in the same way that we used to with website visitor audiences. So we, we can't retarget people the same way we used to. We don't have as, lot of visi- as much visibility when we send people off the platform. So instead, there's a giant shift to keeping people on the platform. So what tools can keep people on the platform? This is what we call first-party data versus third-party. Third-party, I'm sending you away to a third-party. Bye-bye. First-party, I'm keeping you at the party that you're already at. So that involves things like likes, clicks, comments, shares, messages, video views. All of those activities, we can see first party data we have a hundred percent view of what this person is doing on the platform um so by leveraging that first party data keeping people on the platform it's going to be easier to track and easier to keep that attention span on the platform instead of losing them once they've gone off to a, a, a less valuable user experience elsewhere on third party and then we have to go chasing around that third party data to see did it work did it not work what do we do so the first party data, the shift to first party data, I'm seeing that mirrored with how Meta, how Facebook and Instagram are sort of prompting users to use their tools. So prompting them to say, hey, that website visitor audience you're trying to target, that might not work so well. Maybe you want to maybe not use that. They just have these little warnings and little things like, hey, you might get a reduced um, circulation right. or reduced response using that at using that audience. So they're prompting users away from third party and they're prompting them to, hey, have you tried lead ads? Hey, have you checked out messenger ads? So they're they're moving, they're migrating um, the user experience into more first party data touch points 
And they're, they're really trying to shift people into opportunities to build deeper relationships. Because as you know, in the future, we are moving into the future of what is the metaverse, where we're going to be moving away from, you know, where we used to have just desktop computing as a way to connect with people around the world. Then we moved to mobile computing, where we have a phone in our pocket and can connect from right. anywhere, like we're doing now. Um, and eventually we're going to be moving into, you know, Web3 and we're going to move into more virtual reality experiences, more metaverse experiences. That is going to rely very heavily on relationships, on your communities. Like imagine if you have a Facebook group community, how easy it would be to, to mirror that in a, in a three-dimensional space and get people to show up and interact and engage with you. You've already got a community built, you just migrate them over, Right. If you haven't been community building, you've only been doing the whole like show an ad, make sales when I need sales, and then I walk away and I ignore my customers and don't, don't build relationships. Then as you move forward into the metaverse, you know, five to 10 years, as we evolve into this new future. It's going to be so much harder for you to build a community if you haven't been doing the, that work now. So when we see Meta's advertising tools, um, all these prompts to stay on first party data, a lot of these are geared toward helping you build a deeper level of a relationship with your customers versus here, click this, go buy. So that's a very long-winded answer to kind of paint the picture as to why I think messenger messenger ads are going the way they are, but I don't see I don't see huge success right now for the average small business owner. Yeah. So you did mention that some it's working for some advertisers and others. Uh, uh, messenger ads have been working very well on me, by the way, like, <laughs> as a as a consumer, I will say. But it's a very particular type of business that has been that I've been communicating with. So what businesses should be looking into this, considering it, investing a little bit more in it versus ones that are just like, give it some time? Like, what would you what would you say? I think all of us should be experimenting with it. I think that small businesses, advertisers should be sticking with what's tried, tested, and true. Like stick with video ads, stick with your your image ads, drive traffic to a website if that's a stage that you are ready to move your users to. Um, manage expectations. I would say if you don't have a lot of budget to work with, focus on just engagement, engaging people or having to watch videos on the platform and let your other marketing do the rest of the heavy lifting. So use Facebook as a way to reach new eyeballs, new people, and amplify your brand, amplify your message to start building those relationships. Start there and then manage your expectations from there. Um, for other brands, if you're, if you're selling, let's say for example, a t-shirt and somebody sees a t-shirt, you know what a t-shirt is, you know what a t-shirt does. You see the image on the t-shirt, you know if you want it, you know if you don't want it. There's, there's, unless you're getting into real boutique sales of different materials and types, there's not, it doesn't take a lot of retargeting and remarketing to reach a user and chase them around 20 million times to get them to buy one t-shirt they don't want. So in those cases, yeah, we can, we don't have to work as hard at the retargeting and audience building and customer relationship. We can just amplify and show it to a whole bunch of new eyes and get responses or not and move on. So it depends on the type of business you're in and the type of results that you can potentially achieve. And I also want to put out there that if you are, um, if you're, spending money on ads and expecting to get results at less than the average basket price of whatever it is that you're selling, that's also not as likely. What I mean by that is if you're selling a $1,500 course and you're not willing to spend at least $1,500 in ads, chances are not good that you're going to sell. Mm. So. so that's a great question I wanted to ask about budget because, you know, you see some people say, all you have to do is a dollar a day and you're going to get all this results or you can do what, I mean, is there, 
that was a really good rule of thumb. Now that I'm thinking about it, like whatever your price point is selling that. But if you're selling a t-shirt that's $10, you're going to spend more than $10, yeah. correct? Oh, you're, you're fighting a dog or something, or you're surfing already. I can't tell. Oh, we had a, we had a dog run up to us off leash. Oh, he's, he's in protection mode because he's on gotcha. leash. And gotcha. He's got He's got to protect the Starlink. So I'll ask the to, to the audience. I want to ask you guys, are you running Facebook or Instagram ads, anything on meta? I want to know if you're doing that and if you're finding success, if you're, or if you're doing it for one of your clients, uh, if that's one of the services you offer, I'd love to know how you're feeling about where Facebook is going with their advertising kind of arm. Is that being successful for you? Are you going to ramp it up in 2023? What are your thoughts um, on that? Because, um, you know, Scott was saying, you know, he's talked about, we talked a little bit about the metaverse and he goes hard pass on the metaverse, (laughs) virtual reality, John, he's get off my lawn. Um, but we are, that, we are on that side of the internet. Yeah. But I, you know, so Pamela yeah. says she's running ads. She's running ads right now. Are they working for you, Pamela? I'd really like to know what your thoughts are on that. Good, Grace. Sorry. Oh, no. I said that's a good segue into this next question that I had because this is something that I have been seeing far and wide. And it is that it is the holiday season, obviously. And Black Friday, which used to only be one day, is now a whole month. <laughs> and more advertising dollars are being pumped into the system. And, you know, the more that the more ads are, the higher the auction goes, of course, plus people are posting more, they're getting together, getting together with family. So the number of posts is up in general. So Facebook and Instagram feel like a very crowded place at the moment, making it more challenging to reach your ideal audience this is something that I've been hearing a lot uh, from from marketers and businesses because there's a lot more advertisers there's a lot of creators we haven't even talked about the influencers that are on there you know promoting whatever they're promoting and so you know it's getting harder to try to reach those customers and so my question Amanda is how do you continue to make your campaigns profitable in light of this uh, knowing that it's it's in a moment but it is a very profitable moment because it's the holidays it goes back to the consistency. If you're trying to start ads right now, going into the holidays and you haven't been working on your advertising strategy, you're just starting out and you're expecting to make all the sales by Christmas, this could be a big challenge for you. If you're starting right now for Black Friday ads, this is you're going to have a challenge. It's, it's <laughs> no longer can you just switch the light bulb on on an ad in that regard and find a lot of success. So you just need to manage your own expectations that if if you're looking at wanting to use these tools because they are still some of the lowest cost and highest value to a small business or somebody with a smaller budget, um, the tools are absolutely viable. They really do work, but they work over an extended period of time, not overnight. Yeah. Mm. So perfect segue. You know what tool really does work? It's our friends over at EKM. They always work. Look at this. We're bringing Amanda in from the beach. We're doing all this cool stuff. Uh, this actually is really, if you haven't used it before, it actually, when we're done with this show, it's actually going to split our tracks up and the audio tracks up so I can have it for a, a podcast. So um, if you haven't checked out uh, EKM yet, go to socialnewslive.com forward slash EKM. Stay tuned for Black Friday. They're going to have some great uh, things coming out. Uh, there, um, there's, I see a lot of stuff behind the scenes that is, I'm just chomping at the bit to tell you guys about, uh, but it's very, very cool. So socialmedianewslive.com forward slash ecam. Make sure you check out their new podcast, flow.ecam.com. It's really, really chock full of uh, information, and they record it, I think, Tuesdays at 12 Eastern uh, on YouTube. So go check that out. Um, 
All right. So here's where we're going to go because uh, when we talk about planning for 2023, this next year that's coming out, uh, our ad spend, our ad budget, because this is a great point by um, Pamela uh, Frost says, Gro-, she's talking, I asked her if she's finding success uh, in the comments and she goes, growth is slow. And I wonder if it is related to the product or the company that I'm trying to grow. Are certain companies not going to work for Facebook ads or have you seen success all across the gamut, Amanda? Um, it's, it is shifting and changing for some businesses. I mean, if you're in, if you're in what I would consider a more difficult, um, some clients that approach me, I kind of categorize them. Some are, some are in very easy gimme of like, oh yeah, we're going to get success very easily, very quickly. That's a yes. I can take this project on no problem. Other projects. I'm like, oh, okay. Everything about this. We have to write the ads very delicately. We're most likely going to face rejections. If we get too many rejections, our ad account will be suspended, blah, 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 blah. So there has been a higher increase over the last year or so of um, how strict Facebook has become when it comes to enforcing their policies. So um, I'm seeing a lot more people have restrictions, account restrictions, ad rejections. It, It can be an uphill battle. And in some cases, it's because, yeah, the product that you're trying to sell doesn't fit well with with the direction that Meta goes. If you're trying to sell certain healthcare products or supplements, if you're trying to um, promote different lifestyles, if you're trying to offer mental health services, there, there are some categories that are just a lot more difficult and it has gotten more difficult over, over the years. Um, so I wouldn't, for some businesses, I would say... Yeah, maybe. For example, uh, one of the gals in my membership in Swift Kick in the Ads is trying to promote a product that is used by a lot of people who go hunting and fishing. Well, hunting is, this is, you have to be careful with the right. imagery that you have in there and you can't have any guns in the, um, in in the, the ad, yeah. imagery yeah. to show how the, pro- how the product helps hunters you can't necessarily showcase the product as as well as you would like to because you face restrictions and account bans so for some some businesses yes it can be a little more of a difficult landscape right now for other businesses it's it's crazy that you're not already here it's crazy <laughs> like that you're if you're i've that's it, with speaking to hundreds of business owners across all of the meta boost events and all the people that i encounter on my my day-to-day journey with the digital gal I encounter some people where they tell me what business they're in. They tell me what kind of results they're getting with their sales. And then I say, have you done Facebook ads? And they go, no, I haven't really figured it out yet. I'm like, like, give me your account. Give it to me. Give me a little budget. Give me your account. Like you're going to, you're going to be off to the races. We're going to change your life. So yes, for some businesses, it makes complete sense. Other businesses, it might be a little more difficult depending on where you fall within um, Meta's policies. So I've got a follow-up question to that is what about um, a really saturated, you mentioned you spoke to real estate and I've figured that's a pretty saturated market um, for people running Facebook ads. So how do you like, you're like, okay, in 2023, I know that I want to, I'm a realtor. I'm going to, I'm going to take Amanda's swift kick in the ads course and I'm going to uh, make some money as a realtor with Facebook ads. How do you stand out? in such a crowded market and something that's flooded with real real estate ads. So the way to stand out in, so real estate is going to be a little bit different than all the rest of the businesses out there. It is its own little beast because you do fall under the special ads category. 
So you can't target tighter than a 15 mile radius around you. You can't target by zip code or postal code. You can't change the age and the gender and you have a stripped down amount of um, interests and behaviors that you can use for targeting. So your cold audience targeting is really tough. But the way we get around that is that if you're selling properties, most likely you're selling in a particular neighborhood or a particular city or a particular geographical area that can be fairly well defined. So the, the tactic there is that in your well-defined geographical area, how many other realtors are you up against? So that's your competition. And then from there, how many of those realtors are showing up every single day inside their potential audience's newsfeed in, again, Facebook, Instagram, stories, um, marketplace, all the different placements that you can be showing up? And how many of those realtors are changing up that information and making it helpful and useful continually? That's one part of it. Part two of that is if you're a realtor, you have listings. And when you showcase those listings, when you showcase how that property looks or how that home looks, the way that you market that property is going is the way that you're actually attracting new sellers in your neighborhood. Because when someone's shopping for a realtor, if they're getting ready to sell their property and they need a realtor, they're going to look at what everybody else is doing. They're going to pay attention to all the sales that are happening and, all, and what's coming across their own newsfeed. And if there's something that continually wows them of like, oh, wow, I want my home marketed that way. Or if you see a particular realtor and you see that, how do they manage to get 30,000 views to 60,000 views on every single one of their videos? Whereas this other realtor who I was thinking of going with, they only reached 500 views on their videos consistently. I want to go with the one that's going to get my house seen by 30 to 60,000 people and has all these comments and reactions on their posts. So the way that you market properties is that that's where the real creativity comes in because that's what's going to attract your sellers and you're just saturating your one pocket of the neighborhood that you work in and competing against just the realtors in that area. So there's a different strategy behind it and retargeting is the key. So you get people to watch your videos, engage with your page and then retarget, 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 retarget. And over, over years, right. you know, a year, two years, the quality of your audiences becomes so high quality that you can start to get very predictable results. When you run an ad, you generally understand how many clicks you're going to be getting, how many people are going to be responding. And you you start to get to know based on the sweet spot of the listing if it's in, if it's priced right and it has all the things going for it, it will it'll spread like wildfire on social media, and your ad cost will be very low. You can compete very easily. If that home is not priced very well, and say it's not priced competitively, uh, your ads will reflect that, and your ad cost will reflect that very quickly. And then you can take that data back to your seller and have a conversation. Say, look, we we ran this. These are the results we're not getting, and now we're ready for a price reduction. You have data to kind of back it up. So real estate runs a lot differently than, say, e-commerce or a small mom-and-pop business um, selling a product. Right. So, yeah, very different strategy. Very interesting. This is why if you have any desire to run Facebook ads, you need to, you need to take Amanda's <laughs> course because yeah. I don't know if you could tell, you but she kind of knows what she's talking about. I mean, she's not, oh. like, just dabbled in this for a little bit and, like, pivoted to go. She's been in this since I've known her, so she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Grace. Uh, go ahead. 
Well, I want to wrap up the show because we want to get uh, we want to get Amanda out there on the surf as soon as we've already. She's already been so generous with her time, we must say. But you know, <laughs> there has been, and I'm just going to keep this very general. There's been a lot of negativity and <laughs> around social media over the last couple weeks, and you know, there's a lot of people saying, "I'm leaving this. I'm leaving that." We're going to leave the names out of it, right? But how have you been encouraging your clients? and students in particular to adapt and adjust their marketing plans and manage their expectations as social media continues to evolve, because that's what it is. It's it's evolving. It's always been evolving. Those of us that have been in the industry for a while, like the three of us, we, we've seen it. We're just in another place, but there is just a lot of like, ah, I don't want to be on here anymore. Whatever, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> so how are you encouraging people? I want to I want to leave this show on a high note today. So we're going to take well, it. I, I want to talk from a position of having to had to encourage people, but I haven't had to encourage people. The people who are on there are making money. The people who are growing their businesses are working hard and it's working for them. So the people in my membership and Swift Kicking the Ads, they're, they're hands on participating in our weekly office hours coming, uh, coming with wonderful questions and we're troubleshooting all things all the time. They're learning so much. So it's working very well. My clients are making money. They're still making money. So we're still pumping money into the system. There's no, there's no change. There's a lot of headlines out there. There's a lot of um, doom and gloom from some people and a lot of people shifting their attention span onto different platforms, but it really isn't affecting the grand scheme of the fact that there are businesses on there making money right now and it's not unattainable. And it really hasn't shaken up too many things in the back end as far as ads go at, the, at this current moment. So I'm not worried. I'm not concerned and I'm not getting a lot of questions from, I'm not getting a lot of questions from the actual people who are hands on doing ads on the platform. I'm getting a lot of opinions from people who are not running ads. That's, that's what I'm seeing across social right now. Mm. Uh, I love the opi- that. opinions you're, you're on social of- media what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about oh my gosh i love that amanda this is this is why we have you on this is why right. we wanted you to have you on is because of that perspective because you're right i mean i think saying that i've been doing well these people have been doing well people that have been on it are doing great and a lot of these are just opinions so thank you for putting it into perspective for us and our audience so before we go, uh, Amanda, I want to make sure you have plenty of time to tell people uh, where they can find you after you're done surfing, because she's going to be out in the water. It's going to be hard to get a hold of her. But where can people find out all about Amanda Robinson, what you're doing, where your training's at, all that stuff? Well, if you want to see um, pictures of the frost on the tent and the surfing adventures, you can follow me on Instagram at the digital gal. Um, the best place to go and find me if you want to talk business, go to my website, thedigitalgal.com. And Facebook is the best place to get a hold of me. So facebook.com slash the digital gal if you want to start business conversations over there. Um, everywhere, everywhere and anywhere at the digital gal. Um, and if you're interested in getting a swift kick in the ads and joining that membership, uh, just keep an eye out because we actually do have a Black Friday special coming up here shortly that you'll probably see some ads circulating. But uh, I'll drop that. You can find that at the ultimate digital um, if you're looking for that Black Friday deal. So there you go. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for, thanks for Amanda. This has just been, um, you know, mind blowing. Every time I talk to you, it's, <laughs> it's always good. And I thank you for coming to us in the remote location and pausing your surfing for a while. Thank you so much for that. I think everybody who watched the show today, thanks Scott and Pamela and, and uh, Jim uh, from Fusion Marketing, who is here watching us live. I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you so much for grace. We are going to be gone next week because we will be 
stuffing our faces or recovering from stuffing our faces. Uh, at least I will be. Grace will just eat daintily, um, just like some salad or something. Yeah, but I will like be. Those five almonds I eat, right? Like- yeah, that's right. So we won't be here next week, but we'll be here for uh, the week after. We've got a really special show planned for that as well. So well, you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon Live. Thank you so much, Amanda, for being here. Thank you to our audience, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Social Media News Live.